0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I am here with local Milwaukee heartthrob, Parker Social Sig Schultz. What's, what's up, up, Parker?
1: What's up? How's it going, Tice? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good.
0: Fantastic. I got, some, I got quite, quite the questions for you. All
1: right. First all of right.
0: all, why don't you introduce yourselves to the lovely listeners?
1: Um, okay. My name is Parker. Um, my music project is Social Sig, and uh, yeah, I've just been in Milwaukee for five years, and, uh, yeah, just kicking it. Still Hell yeah. Having fun.
0: How long have you been making music?
1: I've been doing music since, uh, I started playing guitar when I was 12. I'm 23, so, was that, 11 years now? Yeah. Um, yeah, ever since the first mm-hmm. night I started playing guitar, I just was inclined to making songs, and, um, yeah.
0: Did and, you start song- songwriting right away?
1: Um, yeah, well, the first night I picked up a guitar, I was like, writing some songs that were just like i was 12 or whatever but um yeah just always been drawn to that do you have
0: a 12 year old lp that you could drop on spotify for us
1: i don't but when i was 13 i recorded a song really i wish i still had it it must be somewhere on my parents computer but I'm, i deleted it because um, i was pretty embarrassed by it ah. it was pretty sweet I, re- I really wish i could listen to it again but
0: that'd be cool yeah. Um, what would you classify your genre?
1: Lately, I, this question is always tough, but yeah. lately, um, I thought of indie skate punch.
0: I, that's a good way, it a good little way to classify bit, it.
1: But it's kind of like indie pop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I classify it as like indie rock slash almost punk-ish.
1: Little punk? Little punk. Someone told me it's not punk, so I was like, no.
0: I hear <laughs> I hear a little bit of but
1: it. I, yeah. I hear Lil' Punk, too.
0: What's your favorite to listen to, though?
1: Favorite music to listen yeah. to? Uh, I listen to a lot of things. Really, just whatever's catchy. I don't really limit myself to one genre. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I just get my music that I listen to from friends that just send me music. Mm-hmm. and We send stuff back and forth. But I would say more on like the indie side slash... I listen to techno, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of a little bit of everything, whatever catches my ear.
0: So what's your Spotify rap look
1: like? Uh, dude, embarrassingly enough, it's like a lot of my songs. Really? I listen to a lot of my own music. Just That's cool. Uh, I like to enjoy my own music. And mm-hmm. also, like, I don't know. I enjoy it. I usually never play it for people, but I always mm-hmm. listen to it by myself. But um, what do I have on Spotify Wrapped? I had... Nina Simone on there, uh, Baltimore that song, just like bangers by like some older artists that mm-hmm. I just stumble upon. I would listen to those on repeat, but yeah, That's cool. not not restricted to any certain genre or one group necessarily. Nice.
0: What about country?
1: I don't feel like well, country pop um, definitely seems very cheesy to me. But uh, obviously, like older countries, you gotta respect it all. Um, when I was working at the bike shop back home, um, my dad, who's the owner, he would always play country every now and then on the radio station. So I know like a little bit Mm -hmm. of popular country music and some of it's, some of it I like. (laughs) I
0: feel that. I'm not
1: opposed to it.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's start getting into the juicier questions. All right. (laughs) What inspired you to get into music and what was your biggest inspirations?
1: Um, well, my Lolo, this is a picture of me uh, playing my first guitar chords. This is when I was like 11 or so, but I, my parents put me in piano lessons growing up and I was like seven or so. I hated piano. Just, I don't know why. I just was very, I just never really wanted mm-hmm. to dive into it. And then I think I picked up guitar cause a few things inspired me. One was the August Rush movie you ever heard of that Mm -mm. really good movie about like this kid who uh just is a musical genius or whatever um and then uh i thought guitar was cooler Mm. so um yeah just started taking guitar lessons then cool after learning my first chords
0: what inspires you
1: currently (sighs) as far as like songwriting yeah or just to keep playing music well well, everything both i'd say I don't know. I feel like I I love guitar. A lot of the times when I make music, it's just whatever comes out. I um, Yeah, I don't know. People inspire me. Um, Emotions. I'm a pretty emotional person deep down. I'm a Pisces moon, so I've been told that that means I'm pretty emotional, which is fairly true. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's a good instrument to... Navigate some emotions and feelings towards uh, an outlet, I guess, and I guess mm-hmm. that inspires me, whatever's going on in my life.
0: That's cool. I've also been told a lot of things based on my astrological signs, <laughs> so but you
1: don't look it up for yourself. I you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what are your other passions besides making music?
1: Yeah, um, skateboarding, I love, um, I'm pretty active at bike. Um, mm hanging out, um, I snowboard, um, I try to read more, I journal a lot, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have a, I have a bunch of journals just like that one, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, uh, I guess I'm a workaholic, um, yeah, I just, skateboarding is a big one.
0: Yeah, cool. I got a. I I mean, Nate introduced me to biking, Reintroduced me to biking because I used to do a lot when I was little
1: What kind of biking?
0: Like BMX Oh cool, Mm -hmm. nice And then he he gave me a really nice fixed gear Just that he had laying around
1: Dude, Those are hard to find Mm -hmm. too Yeah, Uh, it's pretty cool Yeah, that that one on the wall there is a fixed gear Oh damn And you sticker bombed it? Yeah, sticker bombed it because I wasn't crazy about the the green right Mm -hmm. away I sticker bombed my BMX too Yeah, hell yeah
0: Alright what are your honest thoughts of Milwaukee?
1: Milwaukee. Honest thoughts. It's awesome. It's great. It's a hidden gem for sure. Mm. Um, a lot of times, I feel like, especially towards the end of college, I've, I wanted to get out of Milwaukee. Coming from like the suburbs of Milwaukee, Milwaukee was like the city to go to. Um, and then once I was here for college, um, things started falling into place a little bit more. More to do, more people to meet. But um, yeah, and it's really cool because uh, every time I go out to like Brady Street or the bars or whatever, I always see someone I know. It's That's so cool. small. Everyone knows everyone. It's pretty crazy. But um, I definitely want to move somewhere else for a little bit. But Milwaukee's super cool and close to my heart because you can always come back. And you wrote a song about it. To... Yeah, yeah. Love Letter to Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking
0: of Speaking of that song. Uh-huh. Did you actually hear gunshots in a bus, to- bus stop uptown?
1: So, that lyric um, came from my older brother. He was a senior when I was a freshman in college, but um, one time he was at a bus stop, and there were no gunshots, but he was at a bus stop waiting for the bus, and this guy came around the corner and approached him, and he's like, Don't move, or otherwise, I'm going to. Bust a cap in your head or some oh, shit. So I basically said he was going to shoot him if he like moved or anything. And he was like, What the fuck? And then that moment, like two cop cars came around the corner and uh, they arrested the dude. He had a gun on
0: him. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> so um, I remember that story. So that kind of, that lyric is, I think of that.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Personally, besides situations like that, i haven't been in any but i do love milwaukee too yeah like yeah i really think this place like other
1: than the winters like i would say too if the winters weren't as bad i would probably live oh yeah definitely for much longer well i would still love to see the world but milwaukee is definitely an awesome place to come back to Mm -hmm. if you have to you know what's your
0: what's your number one spot to on your bucket list to visit
1: um, right now, Barcelona. Oh, yeah. My brother was just in Spain. He's over in Europe in Amsterdam. I visited him a few times. Oh, sweet. But um, I've never been to Spain, and every time he goes, he messages me, and he's like, dude, you gotta come to Spain. And it just screams everything about me. Apparently. That'd be cool. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Definitely want to go.
0: Hmm. That'd be sick. All right, so, in the Marquette Wire interview you did, you said you got your name "Social Sig" from smoking hand-rolled cigarettes in Europe.
1: Was it in Europe?
0: That's what I. That's oh, what I okay, read. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: do you still smoke? And if not, do you miss the social sig interactions?
1: It's a good question. <laughs> um, well, the name "Social Sig" came from we do like hand-rolled cigarettes in um, in my house that we mm, used okay. to live at. And uh, we called them social cigs because we were all just, like, in denial that we were smoking cigarettes, Mm -hmm. I don't know, at the time. But as the years pass, I have picked up cigarettes, and then I'll go on to a vape, and then I'll go on to, like, Zins. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm trying to get off of a vape, and uh, I've been buying Zins lately, and I haven't really been smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes, I feel like, are more of a summertime thing. Yeah. Not so much when it's cold, because then you gotta stand out there and your hands mm-hmm. get all cold and whatnot. But yeah, it's on and off. But definitely a nicotine addict. <laughs> Sadly. I got you. Like the rest of us.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Can you recall the most meaningful or impactful interaction you've had while behind a cigarette?
1: Ooh. That's a good question, too. Um, honestly. That, something that's not a social sig, um, like we were talking before, but when I was recording the, al- the last album and then also in school and whatnot, a lot of the times when I'd be writing, I'd just like kind of work on a song and then I'd upload it to the Google Drive and then listen to it right away. And then I'd roll a cigarette or get a cigarette and like step out on my balcony. And sometimes the craziest, when I'm smoking and re-listening to a song and like, the lyrics aren't fully done yet, I'll just have like, I don't know if it's a nicotine, they say like nicotine is good for like brain juice or whatnot, but like sometimes I'll have the craziest lyrics come to me when I'm mid-smoking cigarettes. And I can't remember exactly which ones, but like, I'll hmm. just be like, fuck yeah, <laughs> just think of something really good, and um, yeah, those are always meaningful.
0: Do any lyrics uh, point out or stick out?
1: That came from something like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I can think of right now. Um, nothing I can think of right okay. now. Okay. But some some good ones.
0: <laughs> I never would have thought that honestly. Huh. I know, like, smoking a cigarette making you write better.
1: Oh yeah, I just have like the weirdest like bars coming to me. <laughs> I'm like not forcing it and just like in that state mm-hmm. or whatever. That's cool. Um, yeah, they just float. Not every time, but sometimes, most time. Yeah.
0: Do you see your music career continuing for quite some time?
1: I'd hope so. Uh, one of my goals right now is just to see where I can take it. I guess mm-hmm. um, it's something I love to do and want to do forever. Whether it's like still working a day job, um, I have like other professional goals we're talking about in real estate right now, mm-hmm. property management. I want to own some properties eventually and have that like figure out a way to have cash flow and not be able to not be or being my own boss and then just freeing up my daytime where I can do more stuff that I love but um, I want to be able to do music for the rest of my life whether it's like having a big following or a small following mm-hmm. I really just want to be able to record and put it out in the world
0: how would you as feel as about possible. selling out stadiums
1: I would love to. <laughs> that
0: would be pretty sick.
1: It would be super cool. Um, not opposed to it, but also with all of that comes like a lot of, um, I don't know, you just hear about people kind of getting blown up. And yeah. It really alters their world. And oh, yeah. I don't know if that's really a world I want to live, but I also mm-hmm. know that if it ever happens, I can always just buy like a property up north of Wisconsin and just like, be a little hobbit mm-hmm. on a farm ideally that's like kind of where I want to end up
0: that's a pretty cool animal. animals
1: and stuff raise a family or whatever and just what, like what be kind away of... from the world a little bit.
0: what kind of animals are we talking uh,
1: some cows would be cool definitely a dog um an outdoor cat would be pretty mm-hmm. cool chickens you... for sure so I can like I love eggs
0: oh yeah <laughs> are you allowed to have pets here no, I'm not. I are can have see?
1: cats, but I'm allergic to cats. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Damn, so are both of my roommates. Dang. And I want a cat yeah. so bad.
1: Yeah, cats are cool. I really like cats, but yeah, it sucks. Dog would be chill, though.
0: Mm-hmm. What are, you, what are some obstacles you've encountered in writing music and performing? Uh,
1: hmm. So, I guess in writing music... There is always the obstacle of just like wondering what people are going to think about it and that I've always have had like insecurity of growing up and I'm fortunate that I started songwriting so young and I kind of got over that at a younger age than a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but it's still hard to be vulnerable and when you're writing a song I try my best not to think about what other people are going to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's always an obstacle when it comes to writing. Um, really just trying to make it as genuine as I can and try to portray the message that I want to as best as I can without making it too cheesy or like it un, ungenuine. Mm-hmm. uh, performing, uh, there's always like technical difficulties that are obstacles. Uh, I try to keep my equipment pretty updated, I guess mm-hmm. I've had my amp for the longest time. But I've gone through a lot of, like, cables and whatnot, but... And then getting, like, shows together, too, is always pretty mm-hmm. tough. Like, with a full band, uh, like, getting rehearsals in. Yeah. And then also, like, balancing that with, like, when I was in school and then work and then also, like, other social aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. It's just balancing that. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. What's the best and worst part of performing?
1: The best part of performing... Um, Honestly, the best part is just being able to be completely free almost. I feel like, definitely as of lately, the live shows I've been doing, especially the full band, and it's loud and people are in there and it's just like a show show, and it's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do on stage. And it's like, the more craziness and the more genuine, or like, I don't even know, the more exciting it would be be for a Mm -hmm. concert goer i guess but it's just breathing really and then the worst part is like uh, i get like very um i try my best to be like social after shows and whatnot but i always feel like almost a little bit like drained and like i want to like curl up and like just like watch a movie or something yeah no that's totally makes sense because a lot of shows like afterwards there's like other bands to watch and whatnot and like it is i want to say like hey to a lot of people and like talk and whatnot but also it gives me somewhat of an anxiety when like multiple people like do come up and like talk and then it's like i want to say hi to everyone i don't want to be like it's come off as a dick I'd be like, yo, actually I gotta like talk to this person about blah, 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 blah. I'm just kinda in my head about it. So mm-hmm. No, that makes like a lot of sense.
0: But some would you with that. Would you still think of the stage as a sort of therapy? Um
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cause
0: I think I feel like this, like me doing podcasting, I found it to be pretty therapeutic.
1: Therapeutic. I would say more so like the writing is and mm, playing mm-hmm. is like alone is very therapeutical for me. The stage, um, I feel like I have like more of an impact to other people. Um, I can be free, and I want to be a good example to people that they can be free as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like with concerts as well, people are gonna reciprocate off your energy, and if you're loose as fuck and you're just doing whatever the fuck you want, people are gonna do that. Yeah, so makes a lot of sense. Having yeah. that control almost is kind of cool. yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, going back to the technical difficulties thing, there was quite a bit at the the X Ray Arcade.
1: Was there? Well, yeah, because
0: Jasmine could not get the the her mic to get turned up enough.
1: Was it pretty quiet for a while? Well, no,
0: like starting the show.
1: Oh, dude, I completely missed that. I completely. Oh yeah, I don't think you were
0: up there yet. Were you?
1: I don't know. (laughs) It
0: was funny though. It was really funny.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that'll happen. But other than that, I think that show went pretty well. Yeah, that show was too. super
0: cool. Mm-hmm. What's a, what is the best show you've ever played?
1: Uh, my favorite show so far was um, at Club Kramer, which is my cousin Michael's house. It was in, in the basement in July. It I was, was there. Was like, you were there? Yeah, I was there. Dude, okay. That, that, that
0: one was cool. That
1: show was like my absolute favorite show ever. It was just sweaty yep. and like no... It was, like, one of the first house shows really back in Milwaukee after, like, COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. But, man, that show was nuts. And it was, like, I was talking to someone else there, actually, at the Bug Moment show. And they were, like, yeah, that basement had its own, like, ecosystem. It was was (laughs) kind of
0: gross. Because I was standing next to a wall in the back. Uh And I would bump into it. And my arm would get soaked. Dude, just yeah, like just condensation, condensation and sweat is nasty down. Yeah, but yeah that, that show was, was still cool
1: it was like foggy like mm-hmm. over the whole thing yeah that show was nuts yeah
0: it was seriously like a rainforest down there yeah yeah it was so packed it was yeah i can see why that would be your favorite yo yup, and
1: yeah that show was unreal
0: every, every performance <laughs> was so sick cuz um, Moonglow was there too moonglow and then uh yep. jaden my neighbor
1: jaden i didn't know you guys were neighbors yeah he sure?
0: lives right across the street
1: cool okay yeah i saw him yesterday oh really which uh he hooked us up with a free recording session at the high videos. oh that's studios. right Yo. i saw that so he's been interning there for a month and um he uh they want to get more bands in and have a little bit more to promote themselves with because mm-hmm. right now they're doing a lot of hip-hop artists but um social sleep was the first band that came to mind and um he hit me up and yeah we booked a session and then we recorded a song we've been writing yeah and, uh, yeah, super excited to hear how it turns out. That's cool. But,
0: what, uh, what stage of, like, what stage is it in of development?
1: This song? Yeah. It, uh, so we went yesterday and recorded, uh, guitars, drums, bass, pretty much the whole thing. Uh, Jacob Slade has been doing the mm-hmm. guitar for me. He actually has a show at Bremen Cafe tonight. Oh, really? Uh, right down the street. Um, yeah. But he's been doing lead for me, um, and then he also put some keys down on it, like piano. Mm-hmm. It sounded really cool, uh, just yesterday. And then uh, we did vocal, pretty much everything recorded. And then Ryan, the main dude there, is gonna mix it this week, and hopefully get us like a final mix product pretty soon. Oh, that's so, that's cool.
0: You're gonna drop it right away?
1: I don't know. I'll listen to it, cause. Uh, See how it feels? Um, It'll sound a little bit different than a lot of my stuff Mm because I record all my own, like, very DIY. Yeah. But, fuck it, it'll be, like, super cool.
0: Was that your first time in an actual studio?
1: No, in my band in high school. Um, We were together for a little bit, and we had some originals, and we uh, did some recording sessions with this dude in his basement a few times. But that studio high-five is, like, unreal. Like, very expensive yeah it looks super nice yeah ryan is a really cool guy and um yeah just um cool experience overall
0: that's super cool hopefully hopefully it comes out on spotify do you have any uh do you have any new albums or music in the work
1: yeah i'm working on a new project right now i think right now i'm calling it cheesehead yeah in all capital letters uh 10 songs i think i have all of them picked right now i've been kind of sifting through like writing songs and then Mm -hmm. ditching some others and then jamming and then starting a song that i feel really inclined to keep working on and then just like as the winter keeps going i guess like the best Mm 10 and then i guess uh we'll see so yeah that's gonna be the next thing i'm working on That'll be nice. Hopefully, like, uh, end of spring, early summer release. That'd be but, cool, because,
0: uh, yeah, you dropped, you dropped uh, Nothing Is Ever For Sure and Everything Is Always Changing. Yep. <laughs> the day I moved into my house in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Like, June 1st? Yeah. Yep. Third, June. Yeah,
1: June 1st. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Cool.
0: Yeah. And I, I just checked that today, and I was like, holy shit. Hell, yeah. Dude. And Hell then...
1: Yeah. Feels forever, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think... When was when was the show? It was in July, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we got into you shortly afterward, like, cool. listening and stuff. How'd
1: you get put on the social sig?
0: Nate, I don't know how Nate found it, but I think he just played it, and we were all listening to it, and he was like, dude, this guy's really cool. And Shit. like, we, we were all like, <laughs> Hell yeah. listening afterward, and then we were like, dude, he's got a show. He's Fuck playing yeah. with our boy Jaden. Fuck it, We're going.
1: Yep, please create hippies. Yeah. <laughs> hippies create mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, so okay, that's how listening. that's how we got but yeah, definitely, bro. That album is super qu- uh, super good by the way. Thank I really you. like it. Thank you. How bro. many songs
1: are in it again? Bro? Dude, it's a big one. It Eighteen. Is. Eighteen songs. What um, would
0: you say is your best song off of it? On that <sighs> If you can. At the
1: time when I released it I loved like every song. And mm-hmm. I still do, but like after releasing it and kinda sitting on it a little bit longer I wish it was a little bit shorter. Like, I definitely would have cut mm-hmm. out some songs in there. Um, what the fuck is love is a banger. Mm-hmm. That, that one, I love that song. Like, for sure. Uh, otherwise, Lauren is a very it's heartfelt say, song that yeah. is very close to me. Um, I really like playing that one live. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really like playing yeah. that one live. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like um, songs also just like, when I play them, I think of certain things and just like, dig up certain emotions and whatnot, but yeah, especially with that song, definitely, Mm -hmm. um, I feel very genuine emotion in that. Is there, (laughs) is there
0: a deeper, is there a deep meaning behind that song?
1: Well, yeah, kind of with the whole album too, is around this relationship I was in for like a year, and then I found out she had cheated on me, and then it was like, um, eight months after she had done it, Mm. So it was like wow, yeah, and then it was just like my whole girl was like going, Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that whole album, like half of it I would say is very like therapeutical with all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, just a little bit of grown up I guess and then COVID yeah, too. Sense. I don't know, it's just a yeah. rough beginning of twenty twenty, I guess, for everyone. Definitely.
0: Gave you a lot to write about though. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. So eighteen songs worth, but um <laughs> Yeah, that album was like my COVID therapy, I Mm -hmm. would say, like right away after that. That makes
0: sense. And then before that, there was uh, Prettier in Person. Yep, yep. And you had Milwaukee on that one. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I haven't listened to that one all the way through, I'm not going to lie.
1: That album? Yeah. Oh, it's all (laughs) right.
0: But... You got some really good stuff on there. What would you say your favorite song from that one is?
1: Definitely Milwaukee. Milwaukee's like my all-time yeah. favorite song right now. That I've Do you close right
0: out right? all your shows with Milwaukee? I have. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a like good a, closer.
1: Always a good closer. It feels weird not to close on it. Yeah, like, no, honestly. You know, like, I can't imagine like putting that in the middle of a set and then like, it's like, God, now what? <laughs> yeah, well like,
0: it's a good closer to the album too because the outro is like fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The outro, so say, like... Yeah.
1: Man, that whole song just um, like blows me away like, every time I listen to it. I'm so yeah. proud of that one. That's like your sure. magnum opus right now. I guess. I try not to like be tied too much to it, though. Mm-hmm. But cause I always want to be writing something different and hopefully better. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, that one's my baby for sure. <laughs> I guess both of my albums are, like, Davies and mm-hmm. I kind of want to just keep going and see how I, like it's cool because like I said I want to keep doing music as long as I can and it'll be fun to listen back to see how it's I guess grown year to year mm-hmm. so
0: I gotcha. Um, going back to my questions here. Yep. It takes a lot of courage to perform and show vulnerability through your songs. What keeps you motivated to continue? I kind of brought up, you kind of brought up vulnerability. Um, just like how do you push through that
1: for me pushing through I don't know I feel very comfortable now doing shows and uh, I mean every show is different than the other but um, so what was the question just kind of being like yes how (laughs) do you what
0: what um, what keeps you motivated continue to continue
1: big part of it would be just people um, doing it. Um, I'm fortunate to have like a lot of people reaching out and really love the stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people come to shows and they love that. And I love it too. So mm-hmm. I just want to keep that mutual, I guess, love going. And uh, another goal is just to kind of like, as the years go, um, just like kind of make a cool community around Social Sig. Whether it's like Whenever playing shows and whatnot, drawing a crowd that's all based upon like a mutual understanding of like positivity and Mm -hmm. um, anyone that goes can make it homey at the shows. and I feel that's pretty similar with like other kind of uh, certain musicians, but I'd love to have that kind of built community around that um, and for other people to meet other people, not necessarily come for just the music, but... A bigger picture. Yeah like the, the whole community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I respect that.
1: It's uh feel pretty far away from well it, it is there definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah you definitely got a following. Yeah definitely want to keep building it though. Yeah
0: absolutely. Um what does the creative process look like for you?
1: Um so I'm constantly playing guitar and just like messing around with like chord progressions and then messing around with like melodies on top of it so usually how I start writing a song is just like playing guitar I feel like I think I mentioned this earlier but the guitar is a really solid instrument for me to like get certain emotions out that I can't really put to words Mm -hmm. and then just how the chord progressions go just kind of like start humming a melody or whatnot and then um start putting words to it and then yeah if the song i guess gets to a certain point where it's like almost finished i'll and i really like it i'll finish it but then if it's like not really hitting right mm-hmm. i'll probably just like i have so many songs just like half done yeah I'm just like maybe i'll come back to it mm-hmm. i always feel weird about coming back to old songs it feels like an older energy that but maybe i'll learn to bring it back yeah that makes a lot it of sense like a new or something i don't know
0: I do that with half of my drawings. Yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes I'll just be too lazy and I'll, like, put it away for a little bit. I'll, like, look at it again and I'm like, man, I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. Move on to something else. Right, right. So I, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. What inspires you to, like, pick up the guitar, though? Like, before you write, do you just force yourself to pick up the guitar and play?
1: I think playing guitar is just kind of a habit for me as of lately. Um, I definitely go through like phases, or I had in the past of like not playing guitar as much, but now that I kind of, I for sure feel like playing guitar is a big, big passion of mine. So I kind of just like force a habit, and Mm -hmm. it's like right here. (laughs) And I've been starting to get into a little bit more pedals, um, and it's been nicer too living alone now where I can be loud here, mm-hmm. whereas living with roommates, it's hard to be loud, um, especially if I'm up later and people go to bed early. Um, so super fortunate, I've been playing the electric guitar more in here, jamming. And uh, yeah, I guess just force a habit. I have it. I just love it. <laughs> just love doing it.
0: So you do everything yourself, right? Mm-hmm. For the mo- Yeah, for the most part,
1: uh, as far as recording and the stuff you hear, Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I'll have like Isaac Rapinski on the first album had done a few of the bass lines on there, and then he did a guitar solo in the first song of uh, the last album, and I put I credited him in that one, and then if anyone did anything in that last album particularly, I put them in the the credits, whatnot. Mm -hmm. Everything else would be me.
0: Okay, so do you can you actually play drums or do you do I it use drum loops? So, oh really?
1: Yeah, I use GarageBand drum loops. That's cool. It works. So it does it work. Works. You can tweak them pretty good. I get them how I want them, uh, especially with the sound I'm going for. You don't really need anything crazy. But mm-hmm. uh, Kai, like we were talking at the Hi-Fi Studios, that was the first time we got his drums recorded, and he's a gnarly drummer. So and the drums were sounding really good. So and I want to start try to get his. Excuse me, his drums on some more songs, but yeah. it's just kind of tough to record drums in general in mm, an affordable, yeah. easy way.
0: You're in an upcoming movie, Yellow Weekends.
1: <laughs> Yellow Weekends.
0: Releasing the spring of next year. Yep. Can you tell me a bit about your experience in filming it? And did you write Yellow Weekends for the movie?
1: No, no.
0: They based it off of It your was song.
1: really... Yeah, that's a kind of confusing part of it. Um, Michael, my cousin, mm-hmm. he's the director and writer of it, along with like Ian Rubash wrote um, wrote it as well, and I believe uh, and Willie Caftan uh, wrote some of it too. All homies, but um, yeah, they were trying to figure out a name for the movie, and they're like "Yellow Weekends." I'm like, yeah, it's fine. That <laughs> it was cool, but um, yeah, that song is. Uh, in it as well as some other songs mm-hmm. too it's got like a social sync soundtrack yeah i was gonna ask that next Yup, yep that's um, cool yeah i guess as far as the, the experience in general you're kind of asking mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it was awesome it was uh definitely a learning experience for everybody um it was shot over the summer naja hassan is the the girl lead in it i'm the main guy lead in it and then we had a bunch of different extras and mm-hmm. smaller parts um super super fortunate to be a part of it um especially because i've never acted before not just an actress and i was kind of just like uh not winging it but just learning it as i Mm -hmm. go and uh, we had a whole script and everything we did some read-throughs and stuff and as the shots kind of started progressively going we shot from like end of june i think until until August was the beef of it, and then, like, finally finished, and end of October was, like, the final things that we shot, but, um, yeah, as the, sh- the shoots have, had been going on, they started getting, like, better and better, and feeling a little bit more comfortable behind the camera, yes. and, like, saying lines and stuff, but, yeah, it's a romance film, I don't think okay, I that's said cool. that, but.
0: Would you say you're equally as good at acting as you are at? Music. No,
1: <laughs> no. Well, maybe we'll see though. We'll see. I guess because uh, everyone was saying I was doing a decent job. Uh, also terrified that it's gonna be pretty, uh, pretty rough. But we'll see. I, I really trust Michael's vision. What he's going for in the editing and everything should be pretty good. And
0: so we are back. And we're back <laughs> after some technical difficulties. The laptop I was working with totally crashed and scared the shit out of me almost exploded and we almost (laughs) lost the entire recording but long story short parker is a fantastic actor in an upcoming movie called yellow weekends
1: i guess we'll see (laughs) named after one of his songs yep social Six soundtrack uh spring 2022 and um yeah excited for that to happen
0: is it a full-length movie
1: it's an hour long. Oh damn, so, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be an hour That's long That's exciting. So.
0: Where is it gonna be released, do you know?
1: Um they wanna do a screening, they wanna get it to the Milwaukee Film Festival mm. um and then do like a probably put it out on like Vimeo or YouTube. I'm not really sure what they wanna do with it. Okay,
0: that'd be cool. You yeah. gotta let me know when that drops. For sure. Or where it's airing. So my final question. Okay. Which is it was really weird timing for the laptop to just shit out on me. Uh-huh. because I'm at with my last question, which is, what do you want your music to achieve?
1: Uh, I want to make an impact, I guess, on people um, in a positive way. And uh, just something to really put out there and um, for anyone to listen to and maybe they can relate, maybe they won't but just for people to have a little bit of happiness from listening to it, I guess, or coming to a show as well um, and enjoying themselves and uh, just uh, improving their lives and just a small aspect. I think that'd be really awesome. I definitely have plans for doing other things other than music that I want to affect the world with, but definitely right now is the most tangible thing that I can control that I want to keep working on. Um, Just, yeah, keep doing it and uh, having fun with it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You
0: you also seem to subconsciously do it for yourself, too.
1: Yeah, for sure. I do it for myself. That's how I always would say I would do it for myself first, and then if other people like it. That was a way that I would kind of counter, like, I don't really not caring what other people think about it, just, mm-hmm. like, doing it for me, and if I like it, like, why does it matter if anyone else doesn't like it? But it turns out a lot of people, mm-hmm. like, do like it, so that's definitely morphed throughout the years. Um, but, yeah, I do it for myself and uh, listeners, for sure.
0: Nice. Do you have anything else you want to add? Do you have any questions?
1: Um... When will this be released? I guess yeah.
0: as soon as possible.
1: Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, put it out there, and uh, I
0: got some shows coming up. Oh yeah, promote yourself.
1: Um, December tenth is the next show I have with uh, North Warren, Loondy, and Lunarmoth at Company Brewing. Starts at ten, and then December eighteenth, I have a show at the. Uh, I'm doing a fundraiser for that shit that happened in Show at the parade. Mm, mm-hmm. um, it's right on Main Street. Is the record company that we're playing a show at? Um, some other artists are playing it. The Glamps and Almont Mulrooney um, doing a fundraiser for families affected by all that shit. And then uh, December twenty second, I'm playing Mid Coast, and that's a music festival in Milwaukee. It's an online thing. They do uh, shows each month. Oh, so sweet! Playing a show there. So lots coming up in December and uh lots to look forward to, I guess. I'll be posting about it oh, yeah. on my socials.
0: Everybody go follow at social sig on Instagram.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'll follow you back. i been following people, have your own back. So uh, And yeah.
0: also stream Social Sig on Spotify and SoundCloud and the streaming Also also this yes. podcast maybe but you're already listening to it. <laughs> All right.
1: Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you
0: so much, Parker. This yeah. was a lot of fun.
1: Definitely we'll do this
0: again All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Peace out, coming.
1: y'all. Take